The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Listen, we stuff this podcast with ads like Jonathan Sullivan used to stuff his face with hot dogs during the pregame for Saints games. If you don't like the ads, sign up and become a patron today. Patrons get access to this podcast ad-free. No ads ever. And they get the Booze Bundle welcome box Four swag items, amazing, and a Saints player card, and you get access to the Discord channel. Why wouldn't you do it? It's 10 bucks. You're practically making money. So do it today. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up to become a patron. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's it's painful. It's a Saturday afternoon, and we are giving you another Saints training camp recap. They just finished day five. We got it all for you. Welcome into Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Sign up. Get your booze bundle welcome kit. Get access to the podcast every day. It's amazing. Get in the Discord channel. Andrew, happy Saturday to you. Um, I want to start out, before we get to the sound of Sean Payton and some players, dear New Orleans media, for the love of God, stop asking Sean Payton about the hurricane. All he's going to say is, Yes, we have a plan. If we need to use it, we'll do it. We've done it before. He's not a meteorologist. Stop with the hurt. Half the questions today were hurricane related. It was I wanted to I wanted to punch a wall, Andrew. Yeah, it's frustrating, man. It's just, <laughs> you know, we're we're trying to ascertain, you know, where the football team's at and, you know, there there's other places you can go to get that information I th- and how they handle getting out of town is really of no concern to me. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, and I'm not saying stick to football, hardcore football. Listen, this podcast, we do jokes. It's what we do. But like Sean Payton, he's not going to give you that answer. So it just it made me it made me upset. I mean, it's just like you. You. What do you have? Ten questions, fifteen questions that you can ask him. Like, not so even they're sacred. That's the thing. He, they're sacred. Like you, you. It's just. It feels like you're burning it on something that's totally not he gives them nine minutes a day basically is what he gives them so um listen i gotta say we gotta we gotta before we do before we do even any of uh of sean payton's sound we gotta do this we got breaking news kevin held's udfa son made a play today for the first time, uh, Andrew, if Kevin wins the UDFA Sun draft, it would be a bigger upset than the United States 
1980 hockey team beating the Soviets. <laughs> he, he has a first pick overall, and he goes with Tony Jones, the running back, uh, which at the time we mocked him for, uh, told him he was stupid, and he basically just picked the name out of a hat. And yet here we are. Tony Jones is uh, <laughs> scor- scoring touchdowns in the red zone. Thanks to a pass from Jameis Winston. Meanwhile, my UDFA son, Keith Washington, isn't he? He's looked horrible all of camp. He's been getting roasted, and now he's not even on the field. He missed practice today. Dunzo, you, you're a wrap. You're picking first next year, buddy. It's not, it's not looking good for me. So, today's show, we got a bunch of stuff. I want to start with a couple of sound bites from Sean Payton. This is on him talking about Deontay Harris, and I think it's interesting for a number of reasons, uh, what he has to say, especially when he talks about how he can absorb the playbook. He's one of those players that is uh, a little bit more mature beyond his years. I mean, as you're around him, he, he's from for someone who's come from such a small program, um, you know, he can pick things up very quickly, retain them, and then take them to the field. And it's just us to, up to us now, really, to to continue to build and have packages for him and, and get him more involved offensively uh, as well as in the kicking game. But uh, he is a smart player, and, and there's a uh, maturity to his game that that's very impressive. That, to me, I mean, look, we don't know. The Saints have so many weapons, Andrew. I would feel better about him getting a lot more touches if the Saints were sort of barren of weapons, right? And, and, and Sean Payton felt pressure like I got to use him because he's one of my he's one of my only playmakers but that's not where they are but that tells me Sean Payton right there they are not going to be afraid to do weird cool shit with him and that soundbite actually got me very excited heck yeah man I I love Deontay and I want him on the field more he's just such a great weapon He's, he's so much speed he's little I mean he's got He's got a little bit of Darren Sproles in him, you know. He's tiny and, and that's, adorable, too. That's what I love about him. Yeah, but it's it's always shocking to me to see him break tackles. Though. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about on kick returns. I mean, he's got great balance. And, you know, that's the thing about Sproles. Like, the minute someone got their hands on him, he went down. Uh, he just – it was hard to get your hands on him because, I mean, dude would cut on a dime, and he was just so shifty. And uh, But – Deontay Harris, I would say... He's like a pinball. He He like bounces off of people. Yeah, he actually breaks tackles a little bit. Better than Sproles, I I think. So, you know, look, I'm not saying he's Darren Sproles. I'm not not ready to go there yet. But I I do think he's going to be one of those weapons where you can incorporate him in the offense. And he's... Look, they had that trick play in the playoff game where they hit on a long playoff ball, uh, long long bomb uh, with Taysom Hill. So... He, you know, it's unfortunate with Drew Brees. I just feel like he's got a skill set that they maybe can't maximize with Brees as the quarterback. Uh, but they can still find ways, whether it's reverses, bubble screens, jet sweeps, that they can still get the ball in his hands, get creative. Well, the thing that the advantage that he has is when you have Michael Thomas and Kamara and Emmanuel Sanders and Jared Cook, teams are so preoccupied with them. When he comes into the game, you know, if you're devoid of weapons, teams are like they're bringing Devontae Harris into the game, be on the lookout for weird, wild, crazy stuff. And they still will do that to a certain extent. But when you have all those other weapons I've just listed, you can't focus on the little tiny dude, you know? So I just think. Yeah, it's kind of what we talked about with uh, Traquan Smith yesterday, where yeah. it, it's really, it's, they, they can scheme him open 
and then it's kind of like he's one-on-one with a favorable matchup and he doesn't it's the same thing as as Traquan he doesn't have to catch 50 balls this year you know he he may only see 20 25 touches this season um out just from the offense from the offense I mean obviously special teams will see more but but you know he may only get 20 or 25 touches but he can do a lot of damage with those. He's he is going to be one of my, you know, if you're a fantasy football player, and you have a week where your wide receivers are hurt or buys or Rona hits you, and you're like, I need a. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Dude, I just need a lottery ticket. He is a great lottery ticket for the Saints where he's probably going to get you no targets, no points, but they'll have a week where he'll get three for 55 and a score. Like, so he's a good lottery ticket for fantasy. The other guy that I thought I want to talk about today is Sean Payton. He talked about Jared Cook, uh, and he had some interesting things to say about his progress as well in year two with the Saints. Look, there's two things that come come to mind for me with, with him. Um, number one, I think for a player of his experience and his years in the league, I think he's in outstanding shape. He he's got very good stamina, and and I think that's uh, that served him well as a player. And then secondly, um, yeah, clearly he's got a real good grasp as to what we're doing and the confidence that uh, that Drew has with some of the you know some of the details in the passing game, and then also how he's handling the running game. Uh, he he's been he's been playing well. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, Andrew, at the end of the year, he was a he was a monster. He wasn't to Jimmy Graham 2011 or 2013 levels, but he was somewhere between uh, Benjamin Watson's best year with the Saints and Death Star Jimmy Graham. Like, he was really, really good at the end of last year. Yeah, I think uh... – Look, I just think you go back to that 49ers game, especially, you know, he had to leave that game due to the concussion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was the 49ers game, right? Where he scored twice. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it felt like the Niners defense 
no had answer, no none. freaking answer for Jared Cook, none. Um, and then uh, I think it was the Titans game where you know the Saints aren't looking good and things aren't going very well, and then boom, they hit that sixty or seventy yep. yard play to Jared Cook. So those are the two that kind of stand out to me that happened later in the season where you just felt like you look, you can stop the Saints, you can account for everything. Uh, you can think you account for everything. You try to stop the run. You can put extra attention on Michael Thomas. You can do this. You can do that. But like Jared Cook, still, you, then, then then you <laughs> kind of open the door for him to to the thing with Jared Cook that's amazing. And again, I've said this before. I I just feel like he has over the course of his career, he was so inconsistent and so disappointing. He never really lived up to his potential until he got to Oakland couple of years ago yeah and for whatever reason the light came on there and he's in his 30s and and it comes on and he finally has a great year and i'm thinking man this is an aberration but no he comes to nope. new orleans and he, he's playing the exact same way so nope i i don't know why it took him a decade in the league to kind of figure out how to be consistent uh, but you, you could tell something's changed and he is an incredible player. I, I well, think, and I also like think he, he almost gets overlooked in this offense, you know? I agree. And here's the thing with Jared Cook. I think he, he, the comparison of him is to Ted Ginn. Remember, Ted Ginn, he struggled his whole career. He was very inconsistent. He went to Carolina, and he was really good on their Super Bowl team, right? And he was he, – he, he, and then he came to the Saints, and he had his best year ever. And I think it's a combination of him maturing, Ginn and, and Cook, but I also think it's – Drew Brees. Drew Brees is the most accurate quarterback in NFL history. If you get open, he's going to get you the ball, and the catches are going to be easier, right? So I don't think I don't think those two things are uh, a coincidence. But I just think, man, and he's one of those guys where he's such a physical freak. Like even though he's in his 30s, you don't really worry about the decline yet. And the Saints only have him on a yeah. two-year deal, so like if if it doesn't go this year, they're not committed any further. Um, but he's a guy. Yeah, but I think you might want to extend him. I mean, yeah. look, I, it's it's weird that so you remember last year he got hurt in training camp. Yeah. So his progress kind of got delayed, and then right at the beginning of the season, Drew Brees got hurt, injured his thumb, and so Jared Cook, like he started slow with the Saints last year, and he didn't really have. Um, you know, a great start to the season, but then you met, you think about, you know, the en- end of the year statistics and the games that I mentioned, he had that one back shoulder, one handed grab. I mean, that was one of the biggest Ridiculous. highlight plays that that was a sports center, top 10 play of the year. We are in right our there, top 10 just, too, I think for plays of the year. Yeah. 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 I mean, he, he reaches out with one hand back shoulder and pulls it in for a touchdown against Carolina. So he had some ridiculous catches and you could just tell, he was starting to get things going with Breeze where they were on the same page where just Breeze would go back shoulder and he knew the ball was going to be there. And he's already so big and he already runs so well that if on top of that, Breeze is putting the ball in a place where only he knows it's going to be and the corner has no idea. And on top of that, he's making circus catches. You know, he's not having the concentration issues and the lapses and the drops that he had earlier in his career. I mean, Jared Cook, I would define him as a guy that has great hands. I mean, he may still drop a ball here and there, but he is not. I mean, I would have said he was akin to Kobe Fleener early in his career, and now I would say he has great hands. Yeah. And 
his ability after the catch. I mean, it's just you put you put a linebacker on him, they can't run with him. You put a corner on him, they can't tackle him. So it's just I, I love him in this offense, and it's I, I would say that Jared Cook is a great season away from. We talked about this maybe being a top five tight end in Saints history. Andrew, this offense for the Saints, man, it's going to be sick, sick, sick people, mentally sick. It's going to be sick. And in a good way, not the Jim Mora, the range fans booing a uh, quarterback way. Um, as sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball will soon be in full swing, and there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be in on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the BetOnline team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. The other thing that Sean Payton talked about today, and the reason the media asked him was because they talked to Sheldon Rankins, and I think Sean Payton said some interesting things about Rankins, but I thought Rankins was really honest and open about his injury and he gave the media like 15 minutes today um but i want to let's let's hear i want to play for people what sean payton said about rankins you know he's someone that uh spent a ton of time in his rehab and uh you know he's he's always been a real smart and instinctive player and and the key is just getting his his you know body body back to football shape and uh, his conditioning level and his strength and and I think we've seen that and and that's continuing to to come still. And I also wanted to this is also what Sean Payton said about what Rankins his really his most valuable thing as far as on field that he gives the Saints. I think he's a real good leverage player. I, I think uh he he gives you um I think good pass rush from a in, in inside tackle position. I think he's got good hips. And movement skills, uh, he's smart. So, you know, when he when he's playing at full speed, he, he gives you an added uh, added rush threat from an inside position, and, and I think we've seen that and we've benefited from that. Uh, shoot, I think of two years ago when he was really having one of his best seasons. So, um, I think that's something that he excels at. And finally, I wanted Rankins was really he he feels to me like he feels like he's a guy the way he sounded today that he's really close uh to being back but here's what he said about how how much of a struggle it's been with his injuries the last two years you know I was pretty much starting to come into where I felt like I was you know hitting my stride in this league and becoming the player I always wanted to be so uh for that injury to kind of knock me down and then kind of have another one follow it up rather quickly um, it has been tough, but uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, this is great training staff here, great teammates, a great support system at home. Um, so, you know, I've been able to, to not only do this myself, but I've been able to lean on others throughout the entire process. And they've, you know, continued to instill in me that, you know, eventually I'll be the player who I, who I want to be, who I was before, even better. Uh, I just got to continue to to trust the process, continue to work, and uh, and all to take care of itself. So, I mean, I feel really good 
that Rankins is going to make the team, Andrew, and he's not going to – like, I'm ex- he's going to give us something this year. I know you've said, hey, I write him off. They can be – the defensive line can be good without him, and that's all true. But I just – listening him to him today, I feel like he's going to give us something. He might not be 2018 Sheldon Rankins because that guy at the end of the year was the best Saints defender on the field. It might not be that, but it's going to be something significant, so this gets me excited as well. Yeah, I'm still kind of wait and see with him. You know, I mean, it's what else are they going to say? I mean, it's good that he's at practice, right? My Achilles is falling off. I can't yeah, walk. Right, right. Exactly. I mean, they're not going to say that, but it's good that he's at practice. If he was missing practices, if you know, I, I mean, th- there would be nowhere to hide, right? If, if yeah, it was like an he's... issue, but. But the fact that he's at practice, the fact that he's feeling better, those those are all good things. I mean, you feel for the guy. I mean, I want to say, first of all, I'm a huge Belden Rankins fan. I love the guy. I mean, I, I just love the way he speaks, the way he's a great interview. The media loves him. Um, I, I've always just thought he's Rankins fun when a, he's rolling and sacking fun, dudes. He's fun. He's, yeah. he's just got a great attitude, great character guy. So I'm a huge Sheldon Rankins fan. I would love nothing more than for him to kind of return, return to glory. Cause the thing is like, it's like you said, when he was good, he, he was devastating in the interior. He really was. But so I, I'm kind of cautiously hopeful with him and uh, you know, kind of playing wait and see um, the thing with Sheldon Rankins and give Nick Underhill a ton of credit for this. He wrote an article back in March about a deformity, a bone yeah. deformity where basically he had a bone that was growing from his heel that was separating his Achilles tendon. Yeah. It was like an extra bone that wasn't supposed to be there. And so the reason he kept injuring his Achilles tendon is that he had this bone deformity that basically made it more conducive yeah. to happen. So and, and for he... him to get he got the surgery, like that's supposed to be cleaned up now. So I'm hopeful he can have a great year. And it's one of those things where, like, I don't think the Saints' success hinges on him being healthy. But if he has a great year, it to me, that's Lanyap, and that just makes his defense well, even if, more terrifying. If if Sheldon Rankins gets to 2018 levels, look the hell out. Like, the, the Saints, if he gets to 2018 levels and this defense is – and the rest of the guys are relatively healthy, Andrew, the Saints can be, like – we're a defensive team now. Like, we're just going to bang you in the face, score a little points, be real conservative, and win games. They, they won't probably because yeah. Sean Payton loves to throw the ball. But they'll, they'll, their defense will be good enough to carry them to a Super Bowl if Rankins is Yeah, let's, let's see a few sacks from Rankins first. <laughs> I will know, say, he gave, he gave – Cat Terrell asked him a great question. He gave a detailed, like, two-minute answer about the surgery and – what it entailed and everything. I just we're we're a Saints podcast. We're not an ER surgery podcast, so I, I didn't cli- I didn't clip. <laughs> you got to feel for the guy though, man. Yeah, he, he really was at, at his height, and he was playing great football, and he was at a Pro Bowl level. And boom, you know these two back to back injuries that just have really knocked him down a rung. So, I mean, it would be a great story. I mean, for him to come back and have a great yeah. year would be just amazing to see. It, because you root for the guy. I mean, besides the fact that it would help the Saints and we want him to be good because he's a good, he, you know, when he's good, he's a good player. Uh, I just think off the field, that's that's just the kind of guy you want to see have success like that. Oh my God, men, start taking notes because manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed 
to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. This is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. The Manscaped engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. And they spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower too. Oh, one of the coolest features is the LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. You need to try this out yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Once again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. Your balls will thank you. Yeah. You know, they had some interesting plays in practice. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins made a great play on a Jared Cook pass where he batted it away. Uh, Troutman fought with An- with Anzalone again and, and uh, hand fought him and got open. Um and like you said, Jameis Winston, man, he just every day the video of him is just he's in shorts and helmets. Jameis Winston is magnificent to look at. Like he's just he's just he <laughs> well. I tell you, I was most encouraged by Drew Brees. I thought he looked yeah. real sharp today. Um, the offense finally got it together and 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 looked yeah. better than the defense. He had a nice touchdown pass to Michael Thomas. Um, so. You know, I, I think the offense is starting to look a little bit better. But Breeze looked on point. Uh, he was sharp in the videos that I saw. So yeah. uh, that's encouraging to see. Obviously, not that I would expect Breeze to, to be bad or anything. But the defense really has whipped the offense this week. And not I don't know that the offense even won today. I, I think that it maybe like it draw. was closer to neutral today. Yeah, but... Uh, but good to see the offense bounce back a little bit today. C.D. Deuce is bouncing back. He had another good practice, according to Nick Underhill. He did. Yeah, he's and bouncing back. Everybody, like Ty Montgomery, he murders linebackers every single day in practice. Like every day of practice, we see a video. They have at least one clip on Twitter of Ty Montgomery just turning a linebacker to ash. Like, Dude, I mean, look, you've got Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, <laughs> Taysom Hill, Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, Jared Cook, Traquan Smith, Deontay Harris. Like, there's so many mouths to feed. It is. You talk true. about Troutman and Josh Hill. I didn't even mention those guys. It's like, the, how are they going to – it's a great problem to have. It I'll, is. I'll just say that. <laughs> it's, you know, like Sean Payton has – and I, it's Ty Montgomery. Like, when is he going to get on the field? When is yeah. he going to get a chance? But – I'm sure Sean Payton will figure it out. I don't know how many touches he'll get, but, man, it's just exciting because I just feel like they've got players. And, you know, we talk about Sean Payton and how much he loves to substitute teams to death and keep yeah. them just, like, keep their heads spinning and be like, God, what personnel is it now? Like, what what yeah. different packages do I need to send in there to deal with this lineup? And, he, I mean, I just think he's got so many weapons right now. Well, the, going, you know, That's going to be on steroids this year. What Drew Brees has always said about the Saints' offensive philosophy, it's there's three pillars to it, right? It's we play with tempo, we throw the ball all over the place, 
and we formation you to death. Like those are the 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 three pillars of the Saints' offense under under Peyton, and now he's got it basically his dream scenario to formation teams to death. Like you know, it used to be some some years, especially you know in the in the bad defensive years too, Andrew, where the Saints he, Sean Payton had to tinker to sort of get it right. You know, they had to go. They're like, okay. We, we our offensive line. We got to go. We got to go two tight ends. We got to trade for a tight end. We got to do this and we got to do this. And Sean Payton sort of figures it out, and he has to figure out what works. This year, it's going to be kind of I can do whatever the hell I want. It's just figuring out what works, awesome, and turn us into a killing machine. That's going to be um, the fun part to watch it. I think, um, but it's going to be it's going to be frustrating as hell for fantasy football players, Andrew, because the Saints offense, you're going to have yeah. guys be awesome, disappear for a couple of weeks, be awesome again, except for Michael Thomas of course probably, but even his numbers may tick down from ridiculous record setting to just extraordinary, right? Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, I think you got to spread the love and I don't think Drew Brees is going to have to complete 150 balls to Michael Thomas this year. I just don't. I think there's there's plenty of weapons there. But you're absolutely right from a fantasy perspective. Thomas and Kamara are probably the only two I would touch in this offense. Maybe Jared Cook. Um, but the rest, it's just like you, you never know if you're going to get eight for 120 from Emmanuel Sanders or two for 27. You know, yep. and I, I think there's a ton of Devery Henderson potential for about five or six guys on this team. Yeah, and I mean, you're going to have games, I think, where Emmanuel Sanders is going to, like you say, destroy teams, be the main guy for that day, and then for three weeks, it'll be the rest of the month, he had eight catches. Like, it's just it's, yeah. it's just going to be one of those things. The last set of so sound It's by- all going to depend on the offensive line, though. That's still, yeah. well, I said this yesterday, to me, that's the one area right as we sit here today. Uh, that I'm the most nervous about. Well, we need the Saints need that 2016 Falcons luck where they start the f- same five guys every week. Yeah, that's what that's what they, the Saints just need a little bit of that. So the last set of sound bites I got was from UDFA Joe Bocci, who none of us drafted in the UDFA adopted son draft. But yeah, I'm kicking myself for that. I gotta say, you know, this was a really interesting response. He, he you know, a media member asked him, hey. You uh, don't have preseason games. You're limited in reps because of they limit the full contact practices. How do you stand out in practice? I thought he gave uh, a very uh, interesting answer to that. I understand the defense. That's the biggest thing. You know, I pride myself on being a smart football player. Um, you know, that's what got me on the field in college, and I'm hoping that's what uh, you know extends my football career into the NFL a little bit. Um, just understand the defense. You know, slowing it down a little bit so you can see the big picture when you're out there. Um, you know, the tackle and everything, that's just natural for us now, you know, at this point for playing ball so long. But if you're in the right spot, you're going to make some plays. Um, you know, and like I said, you know, just have fun when you're out there. Play ball is what we've done since we've been little kids. Yeah, so, and he talked about also a clip that I didn't uh, I didn't use, but uh, Kamara basically ran a wheel route, beat him, and was like, hey, rookie, th- when, you, when, it, when you defend the wheel route, you need to do this and, uh, like, showed him how to defend it better. And Kamara is kind of like the master of the wheel route. So that's interesting. I I think Andrew, I know they signed Bradham, but I still think he's got a, he's still got a path to make this team. First of all, man, I just want to 
touch on what you just said about Kamara. I mean, what a great teammate. What an awesome <laughs> guy. Like, that's just that's just being a great teammate. Just having the self-confidence that, like, yeah, I just roasted you. Yeah, I just scored. I could sit here and not tell you anything and do it to you <laughs> yeah. all over again and look great in practice and worry about myself, even though I'm on a minimum salary and I should be getting paid 10x that or whatever, 100x that. But I'm going to take the time to show you because, like, our purpose here is to win a Super Bowl. And I'm if you're going to make this team, you need help to know how to cover that route just in case, you know, you're in a game and we're counting on you and you've got to cover a running back. It's, that's how you should play this. So, I mean, the team benefits from it. The, you know, it's just Kamara's awesome. I just yeah. want to say that. Bad, and, bad job. Bad job by me. I should have. That was the, that was. No, the no. I mean, look, it's, it's just that that's the Saints culture. <laughs> yeah, you no, know? it is. So, but it's, but Bashi, you no, know, real quick, just about Bashi. I agree with you. I, I still think linebackers a little thin. And I, I said the thing that concerns me right now is the offensive line. But I would say on defense, you know, and I've said this already, I, I feel like a linebacker not named Demario Davis is going to have to step up for them. And there's a lot of candidates there. Uh, but Bashi is one, too. I don't. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. 
Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I know that he necessarily has the physical skills to be an every-down linebacker. I would be concerned about his ability, uh, you know, just in pass coverage and those sorts of things. But I do think uh, Bocce could be have a role on this team if, if he's good on special teams. And so far, like he, he's kind of shown some things there in practice. And I think he could get on the field and have a role on third and one or short mm-hmm. yardage situations. Cause he is really good at shooting the gaps, really good at finding angles and then tackling guys physically. And that's, he talked about that. He's been doing that since he's a little kid and he is really good at that stuff. So I do think goal line situations, third and short, obvious rundown plays. I I think he could find himself a role this year for this team if he can make the roster. Do you think he's a lock for the 16-man practice squad? I do, yeah. I I still think his best shot to make the team this year is special teams. I mean, he's absolutely one of those guys where how he does in the kicking game is going to define whether or not he makes the team. But I, I, I think he's close to a lock for the practice squad. Um, the thing that's interesting about special teams, and it's really tough for these UDFAs. Remember, these UDFAs, they didn't play special teams, most of them, in college. Because in college, they were they were the man. You know, yeah. Joe Bashi was a captain, starting middle linebacker. I mean, a lot of these guys, like, they don't, they don't play special teams in college. And I remember... You know, coaches have always said this, like the biggest challenge with trying to get these guys up to speed is that you don't know because there's no tape in college of them playing special teams. So you kind of just have to teach them. And Mm -hmm. the ones that learn it the quickest and are the most mentally committed to it are the ones that succeed. And so when you look at guys like Josh Hill or JT Gray that make this roster based on what they do, it's not that they were doing the stuff in college. JT Gray and Josh Hill were were great college football players and those teams would not have risked playing those guys on special teams. It's just, they showed up to camp. They were smart. They picked it up and they just, they were all in and committed. And so, uh, that's what I just said about Joe Bashi is true for all of these UDFAs. That's what it's going to take. Yeah. So look, we got, you know, obviously we don't get as much stream and stuff as we do, but we have to do, uh, my favorite part of this podcast, and that is decide uh, the star of the day. They want to bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. I'm going Malcolm Jenkins. I saw a clip where he defended Jared Cook really well. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. So I'm going veteran. I know we like we, we like to go young guys, Andrew, for a star of the day. But I'm going Malcolm Jenkins. He was running with Jared Cook. That's a great sign because he's older. Uh, so I'm going Malcolm Jenkins is my star of the day. I mean, it kind of seems low key like Malcolm Jenkins has had a great camp, by the way. So I like that pick. I, I think he's been solid. He, he's done the, all the right things. And so um, I, I would say that's that's encouraging for him. Uh, for me, 
You know, I think I'm going to go with Sheldon Rankins. I think he's kind of been the talk yeah. today, and he looks healthy, and he's, you know, he, his teammates are saying he looks like he's got his step back. You know, he mm-hmm. just looks like he's more. Um, so on defense, I would say him. On offense, I'd give it to James Winston. You know, he was in the red zone today, and I think he threw four touchdown passes to a bunch of random guys. Uh, Tony Jones being one of them, <laughs> Kevin's UDFA son. Uh, but uh, so, you know, Jameis had a good day. And uh, overall, I think with it, it, from what it sounds like, Taysom Hill is not at practice because his uh, wife is having a child. So uh, congratulations to Taysom and his family. But uh, it's been an opportunity for Jason. <laughs> I just, just combined their names. I just did it. I know that was a different one, too. J- James. What did I say? James. Jason. Jason. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, well, I pulled a Ralph there. That was. Brutal. Yeah, I did. Uh, Ralph. But Jameis Winston uh, has had more reps with Taysom being out, and um, so that's been good. Yeah. So, listen. There ain't any other Saints podcast, even the ones that go daily and multiple times. There ain't any of them that gave you thirty plus minutes. On the Saints Saturday day five practice. Only us. Sign up for this podcast. It will be the best $10 you spend every month during the football season. Join the Saints Happy Hour Fan Club. Swag, the Discord channel, all of it. Do it. Guys, we will see you tomorrow night on the big show.